Hurry into Ram Power Days and experience the raw power of the Ram 3500 with available best-in-class torque and towing among 350-3500 pickups when properly equipped. Strap yourself in for one powerful ride in the Ram TRX with the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built. Or the Ram 1500, awarded number one in driver appeal among light-duty pickups by J.D. Power three years in a row. Hurry into Ram Power Days going on now. For J.D. Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Welcome aboard to Cruise Radio, your home port for everything cruising and more. Subscribe to our newsletter and weekly radio show at cruiseradio.net. Aboard the Celebrity Solstice in Port Everglades, this is Cruise Radio. I'm Matt Passford. And I'm Doug Parker. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio and sign up for our newsletter at cruiseradio.net. For weeks now, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, has been talking up these celebrity ships and uh, was aboard the Celebrity Eclipse, the brand new Eclipse. And we just had to check it out for our so we came down here to uh, see and experience the celebrity solstice. And uh, as always, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, joins us. You can find him at cruiseguy.com. Follow him on Twitter at cruiseguy or 1-800-700-3881. Stuart Sheeran, thanks for getting us on board, man. Matt, Doug, I'm sure you guys are not disappointed with what you've seen and experienced because this really is one of the most magnificent ships for most people anywhere in the world whether you like small ships big ships this is this is definitely a ship that's not going to disappoint it's noticeably more elegant i mean even from the exterior and then of course when you first walk in uh the design is modern and sleek and 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 tight and clean and and uh really really a beautiful ship and the people were everywhere we went everyone greeted us with 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 a hello and enjoy your cruise whether they knew we were sailing or not and that's just the feeling they try to make you feel at home so it may be 122,000 tons. Believe it or not, this ship holds 2,850 uh, double occupancy. They said it's full. There's over 3,000 people on the ship. And did it feel crowded? No, it doesn't feel like it at all, especially in the dining areas where other ships here, there's a little elbows and pushing and shoving kind of thing. But there's fighting for tables. Right. None of that going on here. And as you mentioned, the crew, uh, so nice. We're actually going to talk to quite a number of the uh, crew here on today's show, from the cruise director, hotel director, food and beverage director, and the executive chef, and many others. So it's going to be a really cool show today. And Doug Parker. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, the first, uh, <laughs> from the moment we stepped on board the ship, the first word that I have thought elegance is all it is. This is my first time on Celebrity, of course. So yeah, mine too. Yeah, and it's just... Like Stuart was saying, everyone greets you with a smile. The, the champagne and mimosas when we got oh, on the yeah. ship, that was nice. It's elegant, but it's unpretentious. It's, it's not elegance in your face where it may appear stuffy. It's just it's a nice home, but you know, go ahead. Put your feet up on the table. Be comfortable. Enjoy yourselves. And well-mannered passengers. Yes, it was a very nice crowd throughout. There was a lot of kids. Uh, they said, you know, the, the children's program has been full, which is, you know, again, it's very important. They are good for families. But it's just a wonderful experience, and it's almost like a, it feels like a boutique hotel. And it's hard to believe that we can say that about a ship this size because it does feel intimate. One of the most unique things uh, we came across on the solstice here is the glass blowing shows. They have a couple of glass blowers that blow some beautiful pieces and that they raffle off for some they of the passengers. Right by the, the lawn club, which is a half acre of real grass yeah. on the back of the ship, which just is really nice. I mean, they actually, believe it or not, besides the lawn games, they do picnics. You can have a picnic lunch out on this half acre of grass on the top deck of the ship. And all the restaurants, too. Just really mind blowing in the design and decor. Oh, I mean, with 10 different restaurants and of course you have the, ultra, the specialty restaurants Silk Harvest Murano 
The list goes on. Let's go ahead and get with the cruise director. John Grantham joins us. Reading a little bit of your bio, I love the fact that you were in Hollywood as an actor and a stuntman working with some of the biggest stars. Truly. Did that, did that help uh, prepare you in any way for what you're doing now? In some regards, uh, a lot of what I did, I uh, worked for 20 years doing this, uh, stunt shows at Universal Studios, live shows, so I had the opportunity to work with the guests, to act, and, and, and to interact as well. So in some regards, this was a lateral move. Please tell me they have you doing some stunts here on the ship. In this particular cruise, there will be some stunts this cruise. Yeah. We try to uh, tailor the, the cruise to, to the guest mix and also the guest entertainer mix that I have. And I know on this particular cruise, I have some wonderful guest entertainers that I can interact with. How many uh, people do you have working with you or under you? About 80 yeah. immediate uh, people under me. Musicians, cast. How many activities do you have uh, going on at, at one time? During the course of the day, if you could possibly go to every single activity that we offer you, it would be like 40 hours worth in a in about a 14-hour day. Do the activities change every week or they stay the same, uh, sailing after sailing? Well, we have a new uh, guest enhancement program that we've just recently in the last six months rolled out called Celebrity Life, in which we have uh, three areas of interest that we try to highlight. One is uh, the savor, which is your with working with food and beverage, is your wine and your food events, galley tours. Uh, we have Renew, which deals with the aqua spa and wellness and health. And then we have Discover, which is uh, podium speakers, uh, the hot glass show. So those are our, our main key drivers. And then on top of that, we intersperse... Uh, Activities, events, uh, games, trivias, lawn bowling, bocce, right. uh, all sorts of things. So nice. it's it's really kind of a, a full across the spectrum. What are some of the biggest shows uh, y'all are all putting on here on the ship? We have a three production shows with our celebrity singers and dancers and the specialty artists that we have, uh, whether the circus performers or, or you know hand balancers. Uh, the biggest of those three is a show that we call Solstice the Show. It's a Cirque-style show in which we have... Uh, uh, flyers, acrobats, balancers. It's, it's, it, it really does encompass that look and feel that the guests have come to understand as big-time entertainment. And then we will have, because this is a seven-day cruise, we have two guest entertainers uh, that we fly in. As far as the kid programs on the ship, what do you offer for that? Uh, we have a great program. It's a, it's a fun factory uh, that we, it's what we call it, and we have three tiers of that as well for the, the age breakdown for the, the smaller cruisers in the middle and then kind of that, that, uh, that awkward teenage years where you're not, you don't really want to be with your parents, but you don't want to be babysat either. So we, uh, we have counselors that the, count, the number of our counselors will depend on, obviously, our kid count. We just recently finished spring break, so we had a very high kid count which is unusual for, for this particular ship because we, with our parent company, uh, Royal Caribbean, we usually see the really, really high kid counts. Mm -hmm. But uh, So here we have about 150 for this cruise. Does the kids program run from the hours of the morning until the late at night so the folks can go out and have fun? Absolutely. We, it runs all day long into the evenings. Uh, we, we do have babysitting services available if the parents wanted to kind of, you know, have a late night in one of the specialty restaurants or go see a show. Uh, so it's, uh, it's amazing. Even last cruise with only six, with, well, only with 600 children, you were very hard pressed to even see them around the ship. It was uh, very, very well managed. Outside of your experience in Hollywood and doing what you did there, have you done anything very close to cruise direction, maybe uh, on the mainland? Sure, no, like I, I went I went pretty much zero to 60 yeah. from my life in Hollywood to 
to my life here on the ship. Is it as intense as it seems being, you know, nonstop, go, 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 and being on? Considering all the stunts that I've done over my Hollywood career, this is probably the most frightening. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, there's just, there's so many demands, obviously, and, and in a good way. But you, as you, I think you hit it right on the on the head. It is you're you're always the face of the show. We could be in the some great port in the Baltic, and I'm walking around in town, and I'm being stopped for suggestions or comments or whatever. So it's it's but it's a great job. I love it. Don't get as much sleep as I did when I was a Hollywood stuntman. He is the cruise director aboard the Celebrity Solstice, John Grantham. Thank Thank you so much. Thanks for talking to us. Appreciate it. You're listening to Cruise Radio, the fastest-growing cruise talk radio show in the nation. You can now follow Cruise Radio on Twitter at Cruise Radio. Okay. Yeah. We've got uh, executive chef Francisco Sagastume here with us. Hi. Hi, how are you? Very good, very good. Thanks for being with us. Also, uh, the uh, bar manager, Corey Savas. Hello. Hello, welcome on board. And I just like saying Ludwig Lozano, food and beverage manager. Let's start with uh, Francisco. How many meals are you cranking out on a seven day cruise? Oh, well, on a seven day cruise, uh, we prepare more or less like 90. 3,000 mil cruise, seven days cruise. Uh, 93,000? 93,000 mil cruise. Wow. And how many folks are working in the kitchen underneath you? Well, uh, we have a close to 200 chefs uh, working in the galley. I've just, I've got to know, how do you possibly uh, know what entrees and how many entrees when you have no idea what people are going to be ordering and, and how, how many portions? Well, uh, we, how, do how do you prepare that, and how do you keep it fresh and hot? Well, we basically have a demographic from previous crews, and we work according to the nationalities breakdown and this uh, particular cruise. So, like this is how we have uh, more or less the clear picture of what exactly we have to prepare for 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 the cruise that we're going to start. It's mind-boggling because you've got uh, so many entrees on the menu, and you don't know who's going to order, you know, three or four lobster tail or whatever plates of this or that. What's the secret? Oh, Can you I, reveal the secret? Uh, well, I think I'm going to keep the secret with me, right? <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to see another executive chef here. <laughs> All right, then. Fair enough. Uh, as the executive chef, do you design the actual menu for the seven-day sailings? Uh, well, it's a good question. Uh, we have a master chef in, back in Miami office and also our culinary director. The, our master chef is Jack Panstaden as well. Uh, our culinary director is uh, Thomas Shimaski. Both of them look after the recipes and menu and send to the ship. We are the one to execute it here correctly according to recipes and pictures. And uh, how often are the menus switched up? On the oh well, it depends of the length of the cruise, and uh, the per- and depends also where which uh, which uh, countries we're gonna visit. Okay. That's Francisco Sagastume. That's correct. Very good. And where are you from? I was born in Guatemala. My family is from Chile, so I'm a kind of half and a half. Very good, very good. Uh, Ludwig Lozano, the food and beverage manager. Uh, how many bar areas you have throughout the whole ship? 22 bars, and we have eight restaurants for the guests and one restaurant for the crew. How many uh, drinks are you cranking out in a seven day? We have. Um, how much alcohol? Alcohol is uh, <laughs> over 300,000 we sell. Can you go uh, approximately like 40,000 uh, beers in seven days? Lots of uh, bottles of liquor. Mostly we go over 5,000 to 6,000 bottles of liquors, and we are going over uh, 10 to 11,000. Bottles of wine. Ludwig, um, as food and beverage director, what do your duties specifically entail? I oversee the entire service 
I have five head of departments. Um, I have to supervise the bars, the galleys, the restaurants, but obviously they have, every one of them, they have their managers. So they also I have to check the back of the house. I'm responsible for 616 crew members. <laughs> oh, man. And how do your uh, duties, Corey Savas, the uh, bar manager, how do, how do your duties differ from a food and beverage uh, director? I am in charge with all the uh, beverage operation on board. Uh, I am in charge with the services in the lounges. We have 22 bars on board. Uh, I am in charge with stuffing, ordering, and uh, making sure that we have uh, all the items on board and making sure our guests are uh, having a good time and uh, making sure that uh, nobody is going over the limits. Have you worked on bars uh, on the mainland? Yes. I'm assuming it's significantly different being on a cruise ship. Completely different and uh, I work in, as, actually I start on the ships as a bar server so I made my way up to this position but uh, when you compare with the regular land operation to ship operation that uh, we have different kind of bars and different uh, talents has to be on board and uh, every week we are having 3,000 3, different guests so you never know your uh, clientele how it's gonna be but uh, we have uh, approximately 46 different uh, kind of vodka I don't think any of the main uh, land uh, bars they, they are offering that much uh, differences we have 22 different kind of gins on board so we have uh, the highest uh, number in the high seas with the wine selection, we have 480 different wines on board. So these are the the main differences between the land and the ships. Your wine selection on here is is enormous. Uh, how many bottles, ballpark estimate, do you go through uh, a week on the board here? Uh, approximately 11,000. 11,000 bottles of wine. I love those machines that keep that wine at, at its freshest, and you can dispense. Uh, where, where was that technology uh, developed? Uh, technology come from the Italy, from Italy, and uh, we call them enomatic machines. It's kind of vending machine of the wines, work with the nitrogen, so it keeps all the wines, what we have over there, completely uh, sealed, so there's no air uh, interaction with the wine, so we can keep the wines uh, pretty long time. And it's the first time on the high seas that we had these uh, machines on uh, on board. And uh, how it works, we have three different uh, type of uh, dispense uh, buttons that uh, you put your card, and after that there is one ounce, two and a half ounce, or five ounces, which is regular size of a glass, uh, that you can dispense that much uh, wine. We have high-end wines on that machines that we give chance to our guests who doesn't want to buy a $600 bottle of wine that they can at least have a taste of the wine. For $27. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's for the... Uh... One ounce, yeah. Right. yeah. Love it. And it tastes better when it's that expensive, doesn't it? Uh, actually, Whether it uh, actually is good or not, it just tastes better. It, uh, it sets your mind that it's going to taste great, but uh, it's not uh, about uh, how much it costs. Mostly you can find a really decent wine with uh, really good uh, prices but uh, what we have on board that uh, we have lots of uh, high-end wines as well Ludwig uh, have you done the food and beverage uh, direction anywhere else on the mainland and I would imagine this, there's more stress being on the cruise ship yes I, I was working in England in four-star hotels and in Croatia where I come from now I 
was working at Five Stars Resorts. So yeah, it's a completely different uh, because uh, you live um, and work with the people all the time here. In land, you have more flexibility with uh, one of your employees. It doesn't show up to work, or one of your employees is giving you a little bit of uh, uh, troubles. Uh, it's easier to get the manpower over there on on board in the middle of the sea. You miss people and you have uh, to 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 assist and you have to help with different departments as well. Ludwig Lozano, food and beverage manager uh, from Colombia. Mucho gusto. Gracias. Corre Savas, bar manager. And Francisco Sagastume, executive chef. Thank you all very much. Thank you, sir. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, welcome to Celebrity Life. Show questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you at 866-874-7957. Cruise Radio will return after these brief words. Have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise One. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise One. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun. Cosmos. Or New England. Or Canada. Or Italy. Or Greece. Or the Far East. Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise One. Let us send you on your way. Cruise One. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One. Yeah. Cruise One. Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's one 800 Cruise One, or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One, yeah, Cruise One. Please, won't you help us keep the cruise terminal in Jacksonville? You can go to Facebook and become a fan of Keep Cruise in Jacksonville, or go to our website, cruiseradio.net. This is your cruise news. Cunard Line began its transatlantic crossing season this past Thursday aboard their flagship Queen Mary 2, accompanied by a quintet from the Juilliard Jazz School. Cunard and Juilliard announced their partnership earlier this year, which includes performances and Cunard Insights enrichment programs with jazz alumni, faculty, and students on board Queen Mary 2 eastbound crossings this year. Carnival currently has no plans to reinstate unpopular fuel surcharges on cruise passengers. Even though oil prices far exceed the level the company has said could trigger such a move, fuel prices are currently in the range of $84 a barrel, well above the $70 a barrel threshold Carnival has long said could prompt a return to the fuel surcharges. Lastly, a Celebrity Cruises celebrates on April 24th the naming of Celebrity Eclipse, the third in the brand's $3.7 billion series of five sleek solstice class ships. It also will begin a significant revitalization of its Millennium class ships, starting with a Celebrity Constellation. In addition to its new Tuscan Grill and Bistro on 5, Celebrity Constellation will re-enter service with a new ice-topped martini bar, the cool Cafe El Basio and Gelateria and Cellar Master's Wine Bar, plus more sumptuous suites and restyled staterooms, all with new furniture, flat-screen TVs, and new color schemes, carpeting, bedding, and upholstery reflective of the solstice class in every public venue. And that's your cruise news. For more, go to cruiseradio.net. Let's talk to random people aboard the Celebrity Solstice. 
We're here with uh, Diane and Carrie aboard the Celebrity Solstice here at Port Everglades. So, where are you from, Diane? Knoxville, Tennessee. Very good. And I'm assuming you've been on cruises before. Mm-hmm. Yes. Any celebrity cruises? This is the first time on Celebrity. And why'd you choose uh, Celebrity and the Solstice uh, in particular? I guess for a couple of different reasons. One would be um, we have never been on Celebrity. We've heard the food is excellent. And we've heard a lot of great things about Celebrity. We've been on several other cruise lines, and we thought we need to try an additional line to see. And we love the ship. What's the most, well, your favorite ship, I should say? Uh, Well, you know, we were talking about that this morning. They all have their pluses and minuses. Holland America, we love their teak decks. Yeah. Uh, Royal Caribbean, we love their indoor promenades. Yeah. Celebrity now, I love the lawn deck. It's great. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> so they all have they all have uh, pros and cons. Yeah. Pros and cons, exactly. Yeah. We're talking to Eric, one of the glass blowers here at the Hot Glass Show aboard Celebrity Solstice. Thanks for uh, talking to us. Yeah, no problem. My pleasure. How long have you been blowing glass? I've been doing it about eighteen years now. Yeah. And how about aboard a cruise ship like this? Well, the the Corning Museum of Glass has been involved with the project since its inception, since the beginning of the Solstice Glass ships. So we've been uh, we've had a studio on this ship since uh, June of 2008. It's just amazing. It's astounding to me how this is done. Uh, how long did it take you to really master uh, the art of blowing glass? Well, I, I usually tell people it takes about six to eight years just to get the basics down. And then, um, you know, the more you learn, the more you realize you have to learn. It's really something, uh, it's a dedication of a lifetime. You can, you can learn things no matter how long you've been making glass. What's your schedule like uh, putting on these shows, I guess, as you would call them, uh, aboard the ship? Well, um, on sea days, we usually do two two-hour sessions, and during those two-hour sessions, we'll make many pieces, maybe maybe five or six pieces. What's the most expensive piece uh, available for sale that y'all make? Well, the the surprising thing is is that we don't sell anything that we make on board. We're a, we're a museum. We're here to to inform, to educate, and to entertain people. And the pieces that we make are not sold. They're actually raffled off. They're given back to the passengers. Oh, very cool. So, and essentially, so it's a four-hour workday, basically, two two-hour sessions a day, and the other time you're able to enjoy the cruise, really. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the nice thing is that when when we're in port, um, they don't want us doing shows, so we actually get out and enjoy the ports as well. Where do I fill out an application? Or <laughs> you got to be a pretty good glassmaker, so you got a couple years of practice ahead of you first. Very good. Well, great to talk to you. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Radio is mobile this week aboard the Celebrity Solstice in Port Everglades. Really cool experience. I highly recommend. And Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, is here as always. And what's very interesting, guys, is a lot of people think the captain actually runs the show. Little do they know, it's actually the hotel director. And with us right now is Damian O'Connor, who's actually going to be able to share some real incredible insight as to what it really takes to make a ship this size run. Surprise, you're from Ireland. Parents are Irish, yeah. two elder brothers born in Ireland, and then they moved to England to have me, so I'm the only Englishman in the family, actually, but, uh, yeah, okay. so. Very good. And have you uh, been a hotel director, any hotels on the mainland? Um, I started off, actually, with De Beer Hotels, and probably their most famous hotel is the Belfry. It's a big golfing resort. I had uh, three Ryder Cups over there, but I've been left 15 years. Um, started off with another cruise liner. I'm not going to mention the name. Well, okay, yeah. Carnival Cruise Lines. Yeah. 
for about eight years. Um, but yeah, the the land and shipboard base is very different, only because you have so many other duties apart from that with the health and safety issues, uh, United States Public Health Coast Guard, which, which you don't have to battle on land, of course. But uh, the fundamentals, the basics are the same. The biggest thing is the hotels where he's from... Uh they don't move. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it helps. You know, nothing moves around. You, you don't have televisions falling off the <laughs> off the uh, the sideboards and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. An added sense of excitement uh, here on board. Is there much difference from uh, cruise line to cruise line? You mentioned you work with yeah. Carnival. Or is it pretty much the same drill? No, massive difference. Massive difference. And, of course, the big difference between land and sea is that your crew don't have to drive to work. You've got your, your, your staff right where you need them. Nobody is uh, telling you that they can't get in because their car's broken down or they're the whatever crazy excuses you get on land um, but cruise line yeah definitely I worked for three major cruise lines Celebrity being the last for four years um, Carnival first which was a Las Vegas star wonderful wonderful uh, for the product that they the, for the people that they have on board I'm not of course get, oh of course yeah, I, I have some very good friends still at Carnival and then I work for Silver Sea uh, I'm in no way obligated to say this no. <laughs> um, Silver Sea which again was 300 guests on board when I was working there it was a thousand dollars per person per day all inclusive um, claim to be five star, but I have to say, nowhere near the product we're we're offering at Celebrity with the Solstice class. You mentioned your staff a few moments ago. How many folks are working underneath you? I have 980 crew members, a total of 1,258 on board, and uh, that that amount of mine of uh, just under a thousand. Do, do you ever sleep? No, uh, yeah. I mean, we, we you know people have this impression that working on a cruise ship is 24 hours a day. It's not. You know, we're all sort of under uh, laws and stuff that you know our crew members don't work more than nine hours per day plus they have an option to work two hours over time so nobody on board would work uh, um, more than 11 hours per day myself I work more because you get called at three o'clock in the morning or you get called at different times but you're on duty 20, 24 hours a day but you're not physically working for that amount of time you mentioned you worked on silver sea which was a, a pretty high star cr- uh, cruise line too why do you like celebrity better than silver sea um, Silver Sea was great again for the type of guests. Three hundred guests on board, not very challenging. Ten o'clock in the evening, everybody was in bed. Um, the suites on there were just wonderful, so people spend a lot of time dining in their suites, entertaining other people in their suites. Um, no shows, not real entertainment on board. So um, you know, very subdued, very quiet, very different people. Shall I say? I'll be very be careful what I say. But so your your personality is uh, you feed off the larger ships and more more activity, more to do, more absolutely. energy. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's always something going on this ship there's always different you know 3,000 guests on board you meet people from all over the world every single uh, religion race nationality you can imagine it's just really interesting to meet these people and see them all come together as part of this ship if, if you've got some uh, fledgling hotel uh, people working in the industry on the mainland and they're thinking about and considering a career on a cruise ship any advice you have to offer them just go for it i mean it was the best decision i ever made um the when you look at it on paper you see that you work long contracts but you know you have to look at the real benefits is that you're you get a long vacation you work hard for four or five months then you get a couple of months off um it's just totally different here you have full control um, we have a uh, fantastic support from our office in miami but it, it is our business uh, you don't have that control on land that you're very corporate orientated especially with our new ships coming out you have wonderful opportunities just to come in put your mark on the the business um you know i see the world i've been to 100 different countries 
it's a massive you're always involved in new building as again a comparison that when you're on land you kind of get stuck in one place and you're there you know we're as a company building new ships five at the moment two more possibly in the future uh, to get involved in something like that to see the hotel operation to be involved in the inception of new products and new brands and new restaurants and, and you have all that opportunity on board um, and like I said, the, the couple of months off that you get to spend with your family, that I don't think any other job in the world affords you you know, a couple of months to do that. And uh, it, it's just great. Being a hotel director, I've got to know, do you spend a lot of your week buried in paperwork or do you find yourself mingling and meeting folks as well? Or is there a good, good balance? Yeah, there's a good balance. I mean, there's a lot of paperwork and it's not just about the hotel side of it. Like I was saying earlier, the health and safety side of it takes up a massive amount of our time. Um, but I would say it's a 50-50 thing. And I, you know... I tend to push my team to be out on the floor. The guests have uh, an idea of, you know, especially the first-time cruisers, the love boat image that they want to see officers walking around the ship. Um, So that's what I want, and that's what the guests want. So we we spend a lot of time on the floor. Damien O'Connor, hotel director aboard the Celebrity Solstice. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. Thank you. Good to meet you. Welcome aboard. Thank you. Cheers. Have a question for the experts? Or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net. It's just about time for us to get off of this ship before the uh, cruisers begin their seven-day extravaganza. Any final thoughts here, Doug? Amazing. The glass blowing, the uh, the live lawn where you could uh, golf up there and see your little picnic like Stuart was saying earlier. Also, the, the wine masters, the little bar there with many wines. As the uh, bar manager said, they go through, what, 11,000 bottles per ship. And the martini bar was was really neat. Uh, the different uh, shops. I mean, it looks like you know, we were on Madison Avenue, the casino. You know, the the open. Uh, you know, what they tried to really convey was the openness, where the ship on the interior. I mean, we were going up and down the elevators, and you could see from one side of the ship to the other, or the other bank of elevators. It was like a Art Deco feel, but it just felt open. And all of a sudden, there was a a, a tree that was four stories suspended in the middle yeah. of the of the atrium. Cool. But it's just a very comfortable ship. And you know, what, what, but keep in mind that this ship is going to be back in Europe next summer in 2011. This is the last summer you can actually book a cruise here out of Port Everglades. Well, I mean, the Solstice will remain here through the summer, into the fall, winter, and spring, but then at the end of the spring of 2011, it will go back to Europe. So if you want to sail on this magnificent ship in the summer, you're going to have to do it 2010. Don't wait for 2011. Is there a hot deal for uh, the Solstice this time of the year? Right now, they've got balcony prices starting from only $799 per person. What? That's a seven-day, of course. That's a seven-night cruise, and, I mean, you've seen the ship. I mean, there's, you know, good luck finding something comparable to this quality for that kind of money. But if you miss the solstice, there's the brand spanking new celebrity Eclipse that will be coming from Europe and uh, be housed here, right? Actually, it's going to be in Miami in, in December. Uh, the the uh, Eclipse is going to actually debut, finally, uh, in Southampton, England, uh, on the 26th of April. And it'll begin uh, sailing in Europe, and then it'll come over. Uh, it'll begin its uh, transatlantic on October 31st, and then begin sailing uh, out of Miami um, you know, shortly thereafter. Thanks again to the captain and all the busy crew members taking time out of their busy embarkation day to spend some uh, time with us today. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio and sign up for our newsletter at cruiseradio.net. Yeah, if you missed any of the part of the show or want to hear more, again, that's cruiseradio.net. I want to thank Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, found at cruiseguy.com, or follow him on Twitter at cruiseguy, or call 1-800-700-3881. Thanks again, Stuart, for uh, hooking us up here. That's fine, and uh, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Stuart Sheeran. And I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. Have you been dreaming? 
tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise one. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise one. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun? Or Or New England? Or Canada? Or Italy? Or Greece? Or the Far East? Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise one. Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise one. Let us send you on your way. Cruise one. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1 or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One. 